0: Well, Kimberly, Bodie, Murgatroyd, how are you?
1: Why am I Bodie?
0: (laughs) Why did I say Bodie? I said Bodie because I have a T-shirt. The
1: peanut gallery wants to know.
0: Yeah, I have a T-shirt on that says Bodie, and uh, you were very fascinated by my surfing T-shirt, apparently. So... There you go. That's your name. What are we talking about today?
1: Yeah, so we're gonna talk about manifesting, but I thought the spin we would take on it today is how um, you can do it wrong. Like, I I think we should talk about the pitfalls.
0: Like fucking up manifestation? Yes. Yeah. Because
1: I think I'm gonna go with 90% of the people probably screw it up, including us. Mm -hmm. And I think if you know the pitfalls, I think you can go up, I'm messing it up again. Like, for example... I'm having a struggle with my little one on her listening and, you know- Oh, her um, listening is fine. Oh, her listening is fine. But I mean- Her
0: hearing is fine, let's just say. Her hearing is fine.
1: Her listening is not so good looking. And, you know, I'm looking at this and I just read in my notes, attention to the unwanted creates more unwanted. And so- I'm like, okay, I need to take that and apply it into that circumstance. So there's a lot of things about manifesting and what you want in whether like right now it's in behavior from Sophia or behavior from Rob for that matter, or money or a relationship or health or a job or business or whatever you're trying to manifest right now. I think there's a lot of pitfalls and I think it would be good to talk about that. So, how you like that for a long ass answer like to your question?
0: I like that because I think it's I think it's something that's super. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's something that we do every single day wrong, and it is. I don't want to use the word struggle or fights. It's a practice. It's a practice. I'm going to interrupt my pattern there, and I'm going to say it's a practice to be able to get this right
1: and to know when to know the wrong ways to do it. I think will interrupt the pattern for everyone listening. So when they're doing certain things and acting a certain way, maybe the light will go on and go up, I'm doing it wrong.
0: All right, so (laughs) I I I would say the first one for me, and I'll let you, I'll give you a second to think of yours. The first one for me is your thoughts are much more often about what you don't want. And here's the thing, when you are thinking about what you don't want, and then all of a sudden you say, okay, here's what I do want. And then you're expecting it to happen. The the challenge is that your energy, what you've created in your life, when you look at where your life is and what you've created, that is a reflection of where your energy has been for the last X number of days, weeks, months, years, et cetera. So when you make a shift and you're like, okay, well, I'm starting to get this, I'm starting to raise my vibration and I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm feeling good where I am and I'm looking for where I wanna go, but it's not here yet. The mistake that a lot of people make is they don't understand that you've built up so much momentum going the wrong way that it's gonna take a minute for you to build momentum going up the right way, going to the right way. The other part of it, is if you are not liking where you are, and this is, a, this is one we've talked about this, but I really want to put a fine point on it. If you're in a place now where you're in an apartment and you want to be in a beautiful home and you're pissed about the apartment that you're going to be in, you're not going to be able to, you're, you're pissed about the house. You're pissed about the fact that you're in an apartment and you want to be in the house. You're not going to ever get the house in terms of manifesting it the way that you want to manifest it, if you're still staying in the vibration of what you don't want and what you don't like, so it's very it's a trick because you're like you're like walking around the apartment, and you're like fuck this, you know I hate the sink, it's it's I don't have enough
1: space, I don't have the I space hate this carpet.
0: And you're, you know, you're sort of like cursing it. Well, you're putting out that energy into the universe instead of saying something like, you know, this is not exactly where I want to live, but... When I am in the place that I do want to live, I am going to be so excited to have a sink that is, you know, a a farmer's, what do they call those? Those are farm sinks, Mm -hmm. right? Like a farm sink. Or I, you know, this bathroom is nasty. Instead of doing that, you know, you're saying like, you know, I'm so grateful that I have a roof over my head and I have running water and I have hot water and I have clean towels and... I'm so excited that when I move into this new home that it's going to be a shower that we could have a, a party in that it's big enough to have a party. it's a rain you, you know to have a
1: a shower party. A shower party, yeah,
0: <laughs> it's my story, it's my fantasy. Um, there's a there's like what do they call those there's like shower. a rain shower that's coming over you, right? so being that's what she said being in the being positive about where you are. Grateful for where you are. Grateful for it. And excited about
1: where you're going. Yeah. So mine is kind of, I mean, look, they're all going to be down the same kind of alley, right? So, but I love this. You can't criticize yourself into wealth or well being. Your negative thoughts oppose success. So, you know, look, we all all have this chatter, right? That little horrible person that lives in your body that's like, you're not this enough, you're not that enough, you're not good enough, you're not rich enough, you're not thin enough, you're not smart enough, you're not successful enough, you're not whatever it is. That negative chatter is self-criticizing behavior and it is opposing your success. So you have to shift that chatter into what. Is about you. And all of that negative stuff is probably bullshit anyway. You know, unless you're like a horrible person, that negative, and that's a whole, you should just stop this podcast and go find one for horrible people. But that negative self chatter is something that you need to see and go, oh, I'm doing it again. And start making a list of the things that you do love about yourself. And don't, don't BS your way through it. Look. If you're 100 pounds overweight and you need to lose weight, you're not going to go, I'm so perfect. I, I love, you know, how thin I am or whatever. Because that is going to, you're, you're going to call BS on yourself. But there is something that you can love about yourself and love about where you are and love about all of it and love that you're in the journey to maybe lose a hundred pounds or whatever it is, or love yourself that you're in the journey that you're creating the product that's gonna help you amass your wealth. That turns you downstream and gets you into it. It doesn't have to be, you know, Esther always says, if you're waiting for the manifestation to happen, Before you feel good about the manifestation, it's never going to happen. So if you're waiting for your bank account to say a million dollars before you can get grateful or excited about the path that you're on, it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you think about, you know, your desire to be, if you think about your ability to enjoy the desire of your manifestation. That's not so easy sometimes, and it should be, right? I think what happens is you sort of look at yourself as a failure and you say, you know, I've been trying to manifest this home or trying to manifest this car, and I still don't have it yet. And you view that as failing instead of truly imagining yourself inside of the car, inside of the home, feeling the leather on the seats. You know, I used to think that when, you know, people say, you know, get it crystal clear that it's helping you you know, attract it because you know exactly what it is. I I now think that that's a component of it, but it's not the component of it. The component of it is when you have an inspiration for something that you really want. And it's just like, it's lighting you up and you're so excited about it. That inspiration is there for a reason. And when you get into that inspiration and you feel that inspiration and you feel excited about what it is that you're manifest, what you're intending on manifesting, that's when it becomes a rocket of desire. And that's when it gets faster and faster and faster to you and what I used to do a lot was I would hunker down, I would rewrite my goals, I would get more pictures, I would put deadlines on them, I would tell people I'm gonna do it, but there was a uh, you know there was a there, well, was, the, a, there was a chatter. there was a wrinkle in my botoxed head brow Got that was that was try, that was really there if you looked at me you would see my angst and my frustration in not having it i no longer behave that way the way that i now behave is i am checking how i'm feeling about what it is that I want, and I'm getting lost in the excitement of having it. That is creating faster momentum. And then one one more point, and then I'll shut up. The other the other part of this is. Sometimes I look and I go, oh my God, I I manifested, I came out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden crickets after that. And I'm like, why is that happening? And I now know why it's happening. It's because prior to me manifesting what I just manifested, I was feeling really good, really excited, and, and I was in the right vibration and energy. And then it manifested. And I got out of it for whatever the reason is I got out of that excitement, that expectation, and the momentum was gone and it wasn't there anymore. And I'm also starting to notice that there's a, that there's a thing that's happening inside me. And I'm sure people listening, they're going to, they're going to resonate with it as well. There's sort of this I'm waiting for the, for the shoe to drop sort of thing. It's kind of like, you know, when the phone rings in the middle of the night and you're like, who's dead? You know what I mean? Like there's an expectation that something horrible happened as opposed to somebody calling you and saying you want a million dollars, which I understand why, you know, if you got a phone call in the middle of the night, you would think it's bad, but there's always this, when things are going good, well, I I guess the next thing is going to be a heart attack, or I'm going to have a car accident, or, you know, I'm going to get bad news about my parents or something. It's weird how your brain will take good energy and momentum. And when things are going great, instead of riding that wave and capitalizing on that wave and growing on that wave, we go, yeah, but you know, this too could,
1: good to be true.
0: This Too good to be true. This could end tomorrow.
1: Okay. So I want to go back to what you said, because I think it's important how you used to have this goal, this dream, you'd wrestle it to the ground. But more than that, because I know you, you would make a goal of, you know, let's just random. I want a million dollars. Okay. Everybody wants a million dollars. I want a million dollars. Those little negative voices would come into your head and talk to you, right? And tell you whatever self-limiting beliefs you had, true or false. True. So how are you, this is the part where what people really need help. They're like, okay, it's great. You're saying manifest it, get lost in it and all of that. But this, this, little guy on my shoulder won't shut up telling me how I'm, I'm not good enough, right? Mm-hmm. How are you getting that little guy to shut up? Because the, way, the only way I can figure to do it is to come to something that is positive that I can think about the situation and go from there. But that is sometimes really hard. Like when you are, imagine yourself in some of the darkest moments you've had. How are you turning that, that complete shit show, let's say, you know, go to a time where your life was all out of whack. How could you possibly take what you know now and turn that around in manifestation and raise that vibration and... How could you turn downstream instead of trying to be the salmon swimming against the current?
0: It's a great question, and uh, the answer to that question is, is contextual. I think it just depends on how bad you are and how much you need it. So let me say this: one of the reasons why—and this is not a this this is a shameless plug, but this is intentional—one of the reasons why um, I created the work hard, play hard experience is because you you're not going to get clarity and vision when you are grinding away and tapping away at your computer, when you're playing and having fun, your vibration naturally raises. So when, you know, if, if I have 20 people in my mastermind, I go visit them at work. They're at one vibration. I put them on, you know, a yacht in Saint Tropez and we're having a conversation. They are a completely different place.
1: And all of a sudden the ideas are flowing. And
0: all of a sudden the ideas are flowing. So I'm giving you an extreme example. So the, you know, the 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 best way that I know to do that is to think of things that you can do that are gonna make you feel good and get you out of the place that you're in. So If I'm in, and the reason why I say it's contextual is it really is contextual. If I'm in a place where my brain uh, is going a million miles an hour, then I'm gonna go to journaling and writing two to three pages out to dump it, to separate from that loop that's going on where all that that shit is in the cache of my brain. I'm gonna empty it. If I am feeling um, like I'm grinding away at something and it's not working out, I'm gonna go for a run. If I am working too hard and I need a break, I'm going to get a glass of wine and maybe watch a movie. If I feel like I am not making the the headway on the things that I want to be uh, making, I'm going to plan a trip with Kim and we're going to go, fuck it, we're just going to go to the beach and we're going to go have wine and we're going to laugh and we're going to dream and we're going to have a good time. So it's doing whatever you can do. Now, if it's just in the middle of your day, it's pretty simple. Get one of the apps, get a Calm app, a Headspace app and take five or 10 minutes and just separate yourself and get away from the thing. Find the thing, find the thing that is going to raise your vibration even one click.
1: Okay so on this, right? Because I know a lot of people are going through a lot of stuff right now and a lot of shifts are happening and a lot of people need to pivot and a lot of decisions are being made. I think acknowledging on not an intellectual level, but really, really deep inside acknowledging that the contrast, contrast meaning the problem, the thing that's not going your way is going to create the clarity. And That I truly think is one of the hardest things for people to really acknowledge on a soul level because it's the, everything's happening for a reason. It's the contrast that's gonna bring the clarity. I would not know how amazing of a husband that I had, or had, (laughs) apparently you're gone. I'm, I'm I'm out of here. Amazing of a husband that I have, if I haven't had all the shit relationships of the past, if I didn't hear my friends complain about theirs, like I really wouldn't know what I had if I didn't have the contrast. I wouldn't have, there's so many things like that. Like right now, we've been in California so many people are about to give me the middle finger as they're driving in their car but or whatever, but living in California, it hasn't rained in like forever. And I want... It to rain, we're going to Mexico. Rob showed me that usually, if you if I'm headed to Mexico and you're showing me a picture of the the weather and it looks like it might rain one day, I'm like, oh man. Now I'm like, oh my god, I can't well, wait actually, to do it. It's actually a
0: really good point because it's, it's 70 degrees and perfect all the time, which is beautiful, but it's without contrast. But it
1: provides no contrast. It's no and contrast. So, Here's that. So this is the other thing. So um, Rob, I haven't talked to you about this. I don't even think I've ever talked to you about this, but I did this one day with my friend Heather uh, when I flew to the East Coast and it's called the focus wheel process.
0: I've heard of a focus wheel. I don't know what it is.
1: Okay, so let's say you have a negative thought that keeps coming in. Okay. like Like one that you feel like is preventing your success. Okay. So hold that negative thought Right? Know what it is, write it down. And then sit for 15 to 20 minutes and write the resistant thought above in a large circle. Write the resistant thought, whatever that negative resistant thought is, write it in a circle. And then, or like, I'm sorry, right above the circle, write it right above the circle. And then within the next circle, inside. So you have a big circle, resistant thought above, another circle in the inside. So it looks like a clock face. Do you see what I'm saying when mm-hmm. I'm drawing? It's hard to do it right on, in audio. But now write a positive version of the negative thought, the pro to the con inside that second circle. Okay. So you have the negative thought on top.
0: Give me, give me a real example of a negative thought that you would have.
1: Um, I'm not a good mom. Okay. Okay. So for whatever reason, I'm not feeling good enough as a mom. Okay. Okay. So on top, I'm not a good mom. In the circle, I'm actually a great mom. Okay. So you're writing that in the the circle. it's It's the counter. It's the counter. It's the pro, the con, right? And then find a thought that somewhat matches the center thought and keep focusing on that sentiment. And you write, basically, you write 12 thoughts that relate to the center thought, which is, I'm actually a great mom. Something that you truly feel, okay? So thought one could be, I threw a great birthday party. Mm. Thought two could be, I make animal pancakes in the morning. Thought you know three could be, I always read a book before we go to bed. So is it
0: like the evidence to the counter thought?
1: Exactly. So you're gonna put the negative thing on the top, the negative bad thought, you're gonna put in the middle, the pro to the con, right? The, the positive thought to the negative thought, so the opposite. And then around the clock, you're gonna write all of the things that basically are gonna support the positive thought. Mm. And that is, you get all the way around and then you, you can't go through this process and Feel, not, feel the same way you did. And feel the same way that you did when you started the process. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, because inherent within the process is to debunk the negative thought.
1: So you go around the thought. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think it's one thing to say, just think the positive. And people are like, you have no idea. Like I I am self-sabotaging to go back to what you said, where your things are going right and then you self-sabotage. I'm self-sabotaging myself, hence the self-sabotage. I guess I don't need to read. Reiterate self twice. I don't know. So you do the self sabotage because you're talking yourself into the negative thought about you when reality is there's probably a whole lot of positive evidence to the contrary.
0: Yeah, I love that. You know, one of the things I was thinking about is most people are not dreaming big enough because of those negative beliefs. And, you know, I think people believe that if something that they've been trying to create doesn't come true that they- or fast enough. Or fast mm-hmm. enough that they're a failure. And they're just not dreaming big enough because of it. So in other words, they look and they go, okay, this is what I want. Uh, I've been saying that for the last two years. And so they don't dream bigger because they look back and say, well, all my other dreams didn't come true. So Mm -hmm. why why bother doing that? And I think a lot of people who are listening are probably nodding their head right now. And I wanna encourage them to dream bigger things that really, really excite them and things that they're really passionate about. I mean, look at a kid, you know, uh, we just had a six-year-old birthday here yesterday and watching these little ones run around there's nothing that's off limits for them. I mean, they are, you know, if they have two plastic dolls, they are having deep, meaningful conversations with those dolls about what those dolls can do, and they're dreaming, no, I'm the one that flies. no, you're the one that flies. no, I'm the one that I'm the one that can, you know, uh, I'm elastic girl. do you know what I mean? So like that that they are so ex- excited
1: and limitless
0: and limitless. And they don't look at, well, the last time I tried to be a elastic girl, I couldn't, I, it didn't work out. <laughs>
1: yeah, no one stretched me and I and I, and I and I broke a leader. You know, that's, um, so on that note, I think that, yes, we, that's where stupid idea time comes in for me. So when you have a problem, right? When you're in the midst of a problem, know that that problem is the contrast that you need to determine exactly what you want, the clarity that Rob is talking about. And then also know that there is a solution available. So many times people go, I have this problem. There's nothing I can do. That's not true. There's a lot of things you can do. And that's where stupid idea comes, stupid idea time comes in because it's like, No, there's actually a shit ton of options that you have. Like I've had people, they're like, I am so broke and there's no job I could ever get. There's no this I could ever do. I'm like, that's not true. Let's whiteboard this out. You could um, go to Starbucks. You could be a stripper. You could go on Amazon. You could... like, There are limitless things, but the moment you start giving those things, you're like, well, I don't want to do that because of this. And I don't want... No. So it's not that there's not options. You don't like the options that are there because you're not... What to Rob's point, dreaming big enough,
0: right? And let's let's dream bigger on the stripper thing because I think. Oh my
1: god! Well, I know I just, you'd pick up on. No, that. I'm
0: just saying that that is an option, but and then maybe and we you could, should do that. I we, think
1: Chimpedales are probably. The, the, the thunder from down under, Chippendales, I don't know. Maybe we could do a webcam for you.
0: Listen, nobody wants to see thunder from this down under. Let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you this. this Anthony. The, the thunder from this down under is uh, that, that storm has passed. That storm okay? has passed. There's no more thunder in that storm.
1: Oh, the, I would I would actually disagree with that. Uh, well, I think thank there's you. a lot of thunder there, but my point is play stupid idea time. If you're in the problem, if you have a problem, we all have one, okay? Choose one, right? choose that problem, you could do the wheel to kind of show and prove to yourself that it's not as bad as you're making it out to be one. That way it can help you turn downstream. And then you have all of these, by the way, after you write that little wheel, you now have 12 positive thoughts to turn yourself downstream in that instance, right? So that's one. Two, realize that the problem is there for a reason. It's to create clarity on the solution. Three, you do have a solution that is forming. There is a solution to your problem. In fact, there's probably a hundred solutions to your problem. Some of them you might not like, but that's okay. You can't keep saying there's no solution to the problem. Play stupid idea time. Blue sky dream and problem solve. It's not that hard. And then, you know, number four or five, whatever I'm on, if all else fails... Rob's got a webcam, Thunder from Dallin Under with Robert Victor Anthony.
0: On that note, we're gonna say goodbye to all of you out there. Remember, if you want to join us this year, we are taking a COVID break and we are going to Cabo. So if you wanna come, it's October 14th to the 18th. We have a few spaces left. You gotta fill out an application though. Go to workhardplayhardpodcast.com forward slash Experience. I need, I think I need to do that one a little bit better. It's a long, a long URL. Um, you know what? You, actually go to workhardplayhardexperience.com. There you work go. Workhardplayhardexperience.com. I forgot what that was. I got the-, the You're here now. I got the slash You're in my now. head. here now. It came around. Um, and, You're still uh,
1: thinking about your next experience on Thunder from Down Under.
0: I, you know, I have so many things that I want to say about Cabo that I can't say um, because they're surprises, but-
1: It's going to be amazing.
0: It's going to be good. Have a great week, everybody. excuses are over. It's time to live.